this very quickly. Um, I used to say in one year you could double your profits, but now I'm like, actually, I've had students sit through my classes and within 30 days or 45 days, they're doubling their profits. So it, as quickly as you can implement what we're about to share with you, you can double your profits. My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't be a bitch! What is going on, everybody? Bobby Walker here, coming back to you with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast, and I'm so glad you're here for no other reason than I just like talking, and I like other people to hear the sound of my voice, just like I like hearing the sound of my voice. So I'm glad you guys have come back for another great chapter of this journey and today from the nbz studios right here in orlando florida i've got my good friend megan likes she's been on the show before so uh if you want to know all about her you're going to be able to go find out about her by listening to the old show because we talked about all kinds of cool stuff we've talked about cool tattoo ideas and stuff like that that she's just all all into which we won't talk about today but go listen to it on the old podcast and you'll be able to hear all the cool things about her life but today uh, Megan said, Bobby, I've, she, she asked me, she's like, I want to be on the show because I have some valuable information that I want to drop out there for my, my, you know, my friends, my virtual friends, or my, they would be my friends if they knew me, because if you knew Megan, you'd like her, uh, just not very much, but, uh, but she's like, I've got some genuine information to help some people with the one big thing. And I know it has to do with profit, but that's kind of as far as I've got. So Megan, welcome to the show. Can you give me a little sneak peek? I don't want you to like drop the info, but what did, what are we talking about today? I think we're talking about profitability today and more specifically how you can double your profits in your home service company doing three super simple things that are just like stupid easy. Okay. Do you want me to say what they are? Or do you uh, want to wait? No, I don't. I just, while you're talking for those on audio, you can't see this. I was just moving around. So first off, I want to say I'm excited about the profit. But I got this pineapple hanging on the wall, and I realized if I move to the right spot, it looks like I have a cool, like, crown crown or cool thing in my head. But so uh, pardon that that uh, <laughs> that interruption. But all right, so we're doubling profit, Megan. I, uh, I've actually heard you talk about this before. Uh, this is something that you've shared at some events and stuff. So I'm very, very excited about this. Now, before we move on to that, um, I'm going to talk about something that's very special to me which is uh, my show sponsor, Responsibid. But let me tell you why it's special to me. It, it's not special because they give me money for me to talk about them on the podcast. So spoiler alert, they give me money to talk about them. But let me tell you something else. I talked about them way before they ever gave me money to be on the show. I talked about them on the show. And here's why. It's a service that I've been using in my company since 2017. I signed up for it in August of 2017 at the huge convention in New Orleans. And um, here's why I signed up for it. I was down there and I was uh, in the trade show and I was talking to Kurt Kempton, this dude that's now one of my best buddies that I didn't know. And I was saying, hey, man, I've heard about your, your software. I heard about you on the Quick Talk podcast. You, you know, this is awesome. You know, it gives you quotes on your website. And he kind of rolls his eyes and he's like, well, it does do that, but Bobby, it does all this other stuff. And I was like, well, I just want the quote on your website, the quote on your website. That's all I'm thinking about. Like, it'll make me all this freaking money. And that's where my head was. And Kurt was like, well, here you go. You know, here's our thing. And we got a show special and, and cause responsibility is a selling platform. And Caleb and I, my son, who's my business partner, we were 
the guys doing everything. We were the guys in the field. We were on the truck. We were driving everywhere. So when calls would come in, literally you're taking calls on a ladder, which by the way, you should not do just for the record, but I've taken calls on a roof. I've taken calls on the road. I've done some very unsafe, unresponsible things. And I do apologize for that, but I did it. Right. And I thought to myself, man, you know, I'm at this convention right now. I've missed some calls before. And I know that like, if I could put a thing on my voicemail that said, Hey, just go to my website. Cause you know, I'm out in the field working and you can get your own quote there and I'll call you back. Or, you know, I was thinking of this stuff and Kurt was at the trade show. He's like, yeah, Bobby, sign up for it. Caleb and I thought about it. It's an expensive service. Now a great marketer is going to tell me, no, it ain't expensive. It's a great value. No, you know what? You know, Ferraris are expensive, but they're a great value to the people that buy them you know, but they're expensive and response bid is expensive, but it's a great value to the people that get it so much that they guarantee a 10 to one ROI. So here's what happened. I'm at the huge convention. I'm down at the trade show. It's time to eat some lunch. We decided not to buy yet. We were going to wait. I had my phone up in my hotel room because I had an iPhone and it was needed replaced and it couldn't stay charged. So I had it up there plugged in. I said, Caleb, we'll grab a bite, a sandwich. Let's go upstairs. We'll check any voicemails and then we'll get back to the, the, the show. We went upstairs. I listened to a voicemail. There's this woman saying, hey, Bobby, um, listen, I want to use your service. You know, we need some windows cleaned. Um, I love your online reviews. You know, like, can't wait. Call me back. That was like a message that had happened an hour prior to me getting to my room. I call her back. I said, hey, this is Bobby. You know, and she's like, oh, Bobby kind of gave me one of those things. And I said, what? What's up? And she goes, I was so excited to use you. We found you online. And she was just like blown away at like our online presence and our, and our Google reviews specifically. I said, well, what's wrong? And she's like, I already found another person and I've got them scheduled to come out tomorrow. She's I'll use you next time. Cause you, I was so excited, but I just had to get this done. I looked at Caleb, you know, I get off the phone and told him what happened. I said, we literally, like if we had response a bid and when she called the phone and said, Hey, if you don't get us right now, because we're a family owned business and we're out cleaning too, go to the website and you can get a quote and then yada, 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 we wouldn't have lost that client. So we literally marched back down to the show. We signed up for response bid and we've been uh, customers ever since. So that's the stuff response bid can do. And guess what? Now I don't lose those things. Okay. So, and response bid grows with your business. The quotes on the website are just the tip of the iceberg. The real value is the follow-up and a lot of the other great features that are in there. So if you need a great sales tool, if you're that owner operator that does it all yourself and you need help closing over the phone, or you need some help capturing stuff when you are on the ladder, or if you got a bigger business and you need a sales tool that makes it where your salespeople don't have to worry about getting the price right because the system does, and they can focus on that emotional connection with your clients whenever they're out there in the sales appointment, or if your people that sell over the phone just need a little assistance, Responsibit handles all of those things really, really well for you. JNE listeners get a special deal. You go to JNEbid.com and you get a deal that you can't get anywhere else. I negotiated with Kurt Kempton. I threatened him. I twisted his arm. And for real, you can't get this deal anywhere else. Go to JNEbid.com. That's JNE, like Journey of a New Entrepreneur, D I D, like responsibid.com. Check it out. Tell them Bobby sent you. You won't regret it. And actually, while you're there, check out the link for Responsicon. It's an amazing uh, 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 event that's coming up, all about sales, all about marketing. Megan's going to be there. She's going to be teaching. It's cool stuff. We'll talk about ResponseCon some other time. 
Woo! We paid the bills, Megan. Let's do this thing. So uh, <laughs> good. Right. And you didn't even give it away for free, or I didn't hear you give it away for free. So that's good. Kurt's yeah, not going like, to tackle it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the, the little side note, uh, just so everyone knows. So Kurt, uh, when he and I started becoming friends and he's like, Bobby, come help me. Uh, it was the first Responsicon. It was the very first one that was called Responsicon, which I think Megan, you were there. We just didn't know each other. I think, right. You said. Was but, that uh, the Pennsylvania one? Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I was grumpy. I was still a tax accountant then. So oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> she hadn't met me yet. <laughs> I didn't she come alive yet. So That's uh, right. But we're, we're there. And honestly, I was just there to help Kurt, like work a trade show, you know, cause he was my buddy and we were just kind of becoming friends. Right. So I go there and then the night before we're setting up and it was his first, you know, real event. And it was just, you know, it was just, it was just put together. Right. You know, he did a good job, but it was just kind of, you know, put together a little bit. And the night before he was like, Oh, we don't have an MC. And he's like, Bobby, can you, you know, just keep things moving. I'm like, sure. No worries. I got this. I can talk, you know, I'm me good with word. And, um, so I get up there and I'm doing the introduction the first morning and like so excited to be here. And, and then we were, they were broadcasting it live on the Facebook stream and with a straight face, I just said, and one thing I'm so excited about is Kurt just told me that everyone that attended in person and everybody watching on the stream gets a free month of responsive bid. How exciting is that? I knew this was a lie. I knew it wasn't accurate. I was literally just being the worst friend on the planet to, to Kurt Kimpton. In my head, when Bobby was saying that, Kurt Kimpton like lunged across the room and tackled him to the ground. and was like, Bobby, don't. My family needs to eat. And I know yeah. that didn't actually happen, but when I think back, like three years later, I'm like, yeah, Kurt totally tackled Bobby. Yeah, well, his face his was definitely was red, and it wasn't okay. like he wasn't embarrassed red. It was like the, it was the Kurt Kempton version of what the hell are you doing? And then David, his one of his partners, gets up next, and he, it was his turn to speak. Who I introduced, and David was like. I guess Bobby's going to force me to be the one to tell you all that we, in fact, are not doing the free <laughs> So anyway, um, oh, Kurt, David. David, love you. He's so, so good. Uh, but so, so if, good. if you want your event to just, just be amazing and you want a great speaker, have me come. I'll get on stage. I will give away free products from the vendors at your event. They have to do it because now they're stuck. You you got a, a lot of great promotion. You're welcome, folks. That's I've my gift seen you get on stage without clothes on or very few clothes on. Yeah. You've gotten on stage like you've been late to getting on stage because you were golfing. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if I would recommend you as an MC. Now, this is an inside joke between us because uh, that was actually part of his MCing. Was every morning <laughs> people people got to the room at 8 a.m. to see what shenanigans Bobby and the other guy who we won't mention his name. Yeah, we ain't gonna the, mention the lesser that, MC. Sid, yeah. the, the, the other... assistant to the MC, Sid over there. <laughs> Sid, Sid, we would get there early. I'm not a morning person just to see what Sid and Bobby were doing. So, so yep. fun. So right. fun. Well, that was, that was a fun little trip down memory lane. So uh, as you guys can tell, Megan and I are, are really good buddies. And uh, Megan, uh, we're about to get into how to double the profits in our business, but I got to get a little mushy for you briefly. Um, oh, dear. so oh, dear. a recurring theme that you guys have heard on the show since I've brought it back is, you know, I've talked a lot about, uh, the depression that I dealt with and all that good stuff. Now, for those of you that don't want to hear about that, Hey, good news. I'm not going to talk about it, but for, for a few seconds here. Um, and for those of you that do, I just want to say, you know what? I really struggled, struggled with depression. It was a dark, lonely hole. It came quote unquote out of nowhere. Um, there was no quote unquote, reason for me to be depressed. I just was. And um, through support from some friends 
and through getting in therapy and then doing the work in therapy, I'm on the other side of it. And so if you are one of those people, I want to say uh, it feels hopeless. It feels lonely because it is lonely. It ain't hopeless. It just feels that way. And I just want to tell you, get the help. I signed up for an app called BetterHelp. It's easy. You can sign up in 10 minutes. I actually just had a talk with one of my best friends on the phone for about 45 minutes this morning, convincing him to get on this stinking thing. And it'll help you. You can do your therapy right over the phone. Bobby, I own businesses. I don't have time for this. Yeah, you do. You have a time one hour a week to take care of yourself. And you can do it in the truck in front of a client's house with a one hour break once a week on the phone with your therapist. You got the time for this. You deserve it. Do it. Now, I'm not, I didn't bring this up to do that, that little thing, but that's the talk on mental health. But Megan and then her husband, Jeff, who has amazing tattoo ideas and stuff like that, which I absolutely love. Um, he's got cool tattoos and this awesome one he's going to get. You can learn about you it in my promise. previous podcast. I, I'm not going to talk about it. Where you, they can go listen okay. to it in the old Focus. podcast. Okay. But here's what okay. the, these two did for me. Um, they gave me one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. It, and spoiler alert, it's a skateboard. But it's not the great one of the greatest gifts I ever received because it's a skateboard. Because um, I used to be a skater back in the day. You know, I had a cheap Walmart deck, but I had some, uh, uh, I forget what kind of trucks I put on it. And I had the Paul Perota, I think it's his name, uh, German speed bearings in there. And I had, you know, mini rat. I, I thought I was cool. I lived in California. I was 10 years old. I'd kill myself if I got on a skateboard today, but here's why it was one of the best gifts ever. And this is why Megan and Jeff are two amazing friends is they live in California. They're on the other side of the planet. They hadn't heard from me for months. They hadn't seen me for months because you know, we know why. And I was coming out of my hole. There was an event in Orlando and they said, Bobby, can you come by and say hi? And I'm like, absolutely. I'm feeling good enough. You know, I can get out in public again. And when I showed up, they gave me the skateboard and my nickname has always been stone cold because when I'm, you know, thinner or musclier i look like stone cold steve austin just as you know smaller less you know his smaller more chubby you know brother right and they got me the skateboard because they were walking by a skate shop in their hometown they looked in the wall and they saw a skateboard that had stone cold steve austin painted on it with the vest with the with the 316 thing on it and then jeff and oh i don't know if megan is but i know jeff is is artsy and you can see it. megan is definitely a boarder you can see her, she's got two longboards behind her on the wall and i guarantee you they're not for decoration and um so they saw this thing they bought it jeff even uh he painted some extra things on there just some you know personal messages and stuff and uh, then they knew i wasn't going to write it but they even put like the the trucks on it and the wheels and all that stuff and now i have the thing hanging in my office i'm gonna have to bring it home since i don't work in the office uh, anymore but when they handed that to me, what was so special, Megan, was just the fact that it wasn't that it was a skateboard. It wasn't that it was like, ah, oh, this guy that everyone says I look like or any of that. It was just special because it, it wasn't the gift. It was special because my mind was able to go to the moment when, you, you know, you guys told me you're walking down the street in your, your hometown and you looked in. And I was able to go to that place in my mind and see the two of you walking down there, you know, you're holding hands or whatever, however you do it. In my mind, you were holding hands and you looked over and I didn't hear the words in my mind. Hey, let's go buy that thing for Bobby. I heard the words and we love Bobby Walker. Let's brighten his day. And you did. And I love you guys for it. And uh, so please give Jeff a big hug for me too. Uh, when you see him later today, Megan, but you guys rock and thank you for that love. So oh, 
Well, we love you too, Bobby. And he does look like Steve Coldstone, whatever his name is. You <laughs> do look like him and not a fatter version. And you look exactly like him. And what happened in the window was like, oh my gosh, look, there's Bobby on the wall. <laughs> and like, man, we miss that guy. We love that guy. And we were holding hands because we're very affectionate. Mm-hmm. And we went in and we it was like immediate, like we got to buy it. And then poor Jeffy is like, I'm going to like haul this through an airport and do like multiple play. And it was so worth it because mm-hmm. it was just, it was so worth it. And I'm glad that you like it. And I'm glad I was really nervous from a liability perspective that we put the wheels on the trucks on it. And I was like, if he falls and breaks his neck, like <laughs> Melissa's never going to forgive me. So there were many boxers to Bobby about, please don't. And he's like, I was a skater, but I'm also smarter than that. And I'm like, yeah. okay, good. Just please don't hurt yourself. Well, here was the good news. I, I busted my knee uh, a year ago, snow skiing, and I still haven't fixed it yet. So I can't skateboard if I wanted to. I can't do anything but walk at the moment. So, all right, Megan, we've done enough of my stuff. We've done enough of our stuff. Let's get into the part about the listeners so megan i'm this is when i'm going to start turning my voice off a little bit more because i want to hear what you have to say so you've got a way for us to double profits in our businesses and i know a little bit about this because i i've heard you do presentations on this and i know that this is not theoretical bs this is literally something that you did inside of at least uh it's both of yours but i know jeff is the main you know, the point person at the window cleaning business. And I think that was the case study that you actually did this on, right? Yeah. And, and it's so funny. I didn't know that. Well, I guess I knew that ResponseFid sponsored this show, but I didn't know, but the, there's a little bit of spoiler here. ResponseFid really helps with this. And when I give this presentation live, I actually have slides that show it. So now you just have to believe me based on my voice and Bobby shared on my couch for me that it legit happened. But usually I show the data of how you can do this. You can do this very quickly. Um, I used to say in one year you could double your profits, but now I'm like, actually, I've had students sit through my classes and within 30 days or 45 days, they're doubling their profits. So as quickly as you can implement what we're about to share with you, you can double your profits too. And what I love about it is everybody's out there talking about like, you know, selling more stuff, you know, bumping up your marketing, getting your top line up and your sales number up. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm talking about your profit number, not your sales number, your profit number. And typically that comes by doubling your sales, but not letting your expenses go up because we can all get in that trap where we're like, Mm -hmm. we'll spend more to make more. But at the end of the day, we actually don't make any more. That's that's been my problem is it's like every time we start making more than like, Oh, let's bring on this expense, you know, oh, let's bring on that expense, you know, yeah, it it makes it tough. So, uh, and personally, even as a money person, I like to say I'm really good at making money, but I'm even better at spending money. So if you're listening to that and that's you, like you're in good company, I am a very good spender and I've just had to set up principles in my life so that I, I don't spend, uh, Jeff and I say we feel broke 89 days of the quarter and it's not till the 90th day when we get our profit distributions and we're like, oh, that's why we work so hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the rest of the time, 89 days of the quarter, we feel strapped. Um, and that's a different discussion. That's because of profit first, which- and Megan, I want to interrupt you on one later. thing before I forget, just because you reminded yeah. me of something. So guys, one of the, uh, well, actually we became close friends. And then because of that, Megan got into my mastermind group, uh, our mastermind group now. And- um, Yours. 
Well, not I well. Like I, I bet... fought you. I was like, "Let me in, Bobby. Let me in." And then he's like, "I guess because nah, you won't shut up." Whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, maybe but, we'll see. But here, here's just some proof. And and Megan, she's a good combination of she'll tell how it is, and she's humble. You know, I mean, she's I think a pretty healthy combination of those two things. But um, she probably doesn't want to share a number, so I'm not going to share a number. But here's what I'm going to tell you. In our mastermind group, you know, we we really let things out. You know, we're very open, and you know, we we pull back the curtain, and. Megan's uh, window cleaning company that her and her husband have, it profits as much per quarter. I'm not giving a number, Megan. I just want to say this. <laughs> I know the number and the profit per quarter is more than a lot of people that I know that are bringing in total revenue in their quote unquote window cleaning business annually. Okay. It's the legitimate I probably shared more than she wants me to share on that. But here's the deal. If you're listening to this and you don't trust me, hey, it's a bunch of bullshit. Turn it off because if you don't trust us, it is what it is. But I'm telling you, this chick knows what she's talking about. So Megan, take this thing. Well, and and I didn't always, right? Like we mm-hmm. we started a window cleaning company and it was like a battle of the of the owners, right? I was spending money because that's good, that's what I'm good at, right? On silly things like books and education and taxes and insurance and payroll and Jeff was making money and we had to figure out how to get that aligned right we had Mm -hmm. to figure out that you had to make more than -hmm. you spent in order to be profitable and because we had two hands doing it we had to figure out how to communicate and track it um and everything gets easier when there's more money so if you can if you get it aligned with what we're going to share with you if you can make it more profitable then everything gets more fun. And yep. and Bobby, he's trying to be very respectful. But just to give you an idea, we believe that as owners, we should pay ourselves generously. Uh, so we pay ourselves about 25% of mm. this total sales from the company. We pay ourselves very generously because we work very hard. And then we insist on double digit net profit numbers after that super healthy salary. Mm. So when he's talking about like, we're profitable and we're practicing what we're preaching, mostly I'm saying we stopped working for free. We stopped paying ourselves last. We started paying ourselves first. Then we started paying ourselves generously because we started to resent our employees. Like, has anybody been in the position where your guys are making more than you are? And it just sucks. Like Mm -hmm. you got to get out of that place. And the way you get out of that place is you price it profitably. And then it's still tight. Hey, it Megan. still feels tight. Hey, yeah. I don't know if it was my end or your end, but the audio just cut out for a few seconds. You said yeah. you got to price it profitably. And then you went into actually, maybe you don't want to share. Let's leave that glitch in there because <laughs> that's probably the first step. If that's the first thing you mentioned. So let's get into it. Let's talk about pricing okay, things. profitably. Well, so I did meet a woman named Ellen Rohr recently, actually mm-hmm. at the huge convention. She was the yep. keynote speaker. And I had to change my three steps to doubling our profits. I had to add in a fourth. Oh, we got four steps. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, well, I don't like to say it's it's three steps, but step zero, (laughs) starting point, (laughs) step zero is you have to price it correctly. Okay. Because what Ellen taught me was most of the people I'm talking to in the audience, step zero is they're not even priced profitably. Mm -hmm. We can't, we can't fix it. We can't make it better which is why this is a struggle with the whole sales and marketing thing that we're talking about in our industry. I do not want you to sell more if it's not priced properly because you're just going to have a bigger headache and you're going to be upset. Like mm-hmm. you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be angry. Agreed. All right. Is that, so is that the whole, the whole okay. point zero? 
Oh, crap. We got some internet cutting out. Megan, Megan, can you hear me? Is it me? I don't know. Well, it's I one of us, but you're back. You're back. I got you loud and clear. I'm sorry. Nope. Don't be sorry. Okay, so, good. Price so profitably. Step zero, step zero, price profitably. Step one, now we get to get in the fun stuff. And this is the talk that I gave for like three years before I met on Roar. And then I realized, like, crap, I didn't start in the right place. So step zero, price profitably. Step one, oh, sell more. Oh, Megan, we need to go back on price profitably, though. There, there's one thing I actually one. picked this up from. Well, I just want to throw a little tidbit in there. Um, I actually, okay, uh, just a, l- a little bit, uh, I actually heard uh, Josh Latimer talking about this um, uh, th- This example. It was yesterday or the day before. I just heard it, he was doing a thing, and uh, I was watching it because he does good things. And he was actually talking about pricing and, um, and profits in your business. And one thing he said was, you know, it's with all the people he's coached, they're always like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a small company, and you know, I'm making, you know, really good money. I don't need to have this huge profit when I'm like the owner operator. And he said, no, you don't understand. You have to have the ridiculously huge profit when you're owner operator, because as your company grows, you bring on a lot of expense. And if your profit's not huge, when you're an owner operator, it will not be able to support the necessary expenses whenever your company's bigger. And then your profit will be, a, will be smaller because you have the overhead. And if you start out with the quote unquote smaller profit, because you don't want to be that evil, hungry, rich person, well, all you're doing is starting out, not allowing yourself to scale, or you're starting out and saying all this work I do in the first six months to four years or however long you decide before you're ready to scale this dang thing. It was just practice because you don't get to use those customers anymore when you go forward, because you have to have a higher pricing scale and you're probably going to lose them because they came to you originally because you were cheap. So with pricing, uh, yeah, so pricing correctly is important, not just for that profit right now, but it's important for the the ability to scale when you start to grow. Well, and if you're an owner operator, I said, you know, I was paying myself 25%. You need to be paying yourself 50%. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because you can't live on 25% probably Mm because the top line's not high enough to support it. Right. And you've got to leave in enough margin to be able to replace yourself. Exactly. Like when Jeff got out of the truck, he had to pay somebody to be in the truck. When Jeff got out of the office, he had to pay somebody to be in the office. And and then most people, what happens is then they start working for free. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing okay until you start paying other people. And then somebody explained it. I think it was Dan Platt yesterday. And he's like, yeah, until people start taking your money. And I've never <laughs> thought about it that way. But it's true. Like when you hire people, they start taking your money. Like yep. there's less to go around. So I, I agree. I Tommy Mello and I had a podcast earlier this week and we got in a little bit of fight about that. Cause I said, step one was pricing profitably. And he said, no sales and marketing. And I was like, you got it. If you're selling it at the wrong price, yeah. you're just digging a deeper hole. You, just well, the, the context hole. is we're doubling your, your profit. So you already have sales and marketing going price profitably means, you know, it, the sales and marketing equivalent would be, you have no sales and marketing. Well, we have sales and marketing. And we're, and maybe that needs to be better, but that ain't what we're talking about right now. Right now we're talking about doubling the profit and I'm sure sales marketing has something to do with it. So let's keep going. So step, step zero. Actually, interestingly, step one has to do with sales. So step, so step zero price profitably. Step one is sell more things. Okay. Let's talk about it. And that's like, it's so simple. (laughs) Sell more things. What does that mean? So most of us sell something, right? We sell window cleaning or we sell pressure washing or we sell soft washing. And we sell, or we sell roof washing. Let's, I like roof washing. Let's start there. So a customer calls and says, Hey, I noticed my roof looks, I don't know if this really happens because I, <laughs> I have no idea. What We're making stuff like, up. But in my, 
in my head, like, hey, my roof looks mossy, is what they call and say, uh-huh. right? And selling more things means, Mrs. Jones, I'm so glad you called. Hey, how do your gutters look? Or Mrs. Jones, I'm so glad you called. How does your driveway look? Mrs. Jones, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you called. Do you have a, like a patio or gazebo in the backyard that's also maybe looking a little a little mm-hmm. sad? Mrs. Jones, do you have a pool enclosure that needs a little bit of love? Mrs. Jones, summer season's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And so like training us to ask these thoughtful questions because we're helping, because we're the experts that we're called. And they, they don't know. Mrs. Jones called to get her windows cleaned. She doesn't know that you clean gutters. She doesn't know that you need, my favorite is like, wait, I'm supposed to clean my solar panels because we live in California. So California yeah. hippie just practicing there. And Mrs. Jones is always shocked, like, because the person who sold her solar panels said, you'll never have to clean them. And we're like, uh, Mrs. Jones, that's not true. You know, that the typical client sees a 30% increase to their productivity of their solar panels after we clean them. Really? I had no idea. So mm. sell more things means you're offering to the person who's already on the phone, who may already be an existing customer, mm. one more thing. And if you could sell one more thing, because you're already at that job, that's pretty much pure profit because that one more thing is yeah. not going to take you very long to set up. It's not going to take you very long to do. So selling more things is what I consider to be step one. I'm glad you prefaced that because when you said sell more things, I was like, come on, Megan. Obviously, if we sell more stuff, we'll make this more. This is but, obvious. But, well, but here's the thing. And I this was the point I missed in that brief second when i was like oh really oh, oh of course you want me to make you know more money take more profit take your top line from x to y but what really what you're saying is not selling more things is what happens but really what you're saying is you've got to be a more tactful um salesperson and you need to deliver uh bundles is really what you're yes. saying you're what saying what i'm saying is yeah. you need to increase your average ticket. What I'm Mm -hmm. saying is you need to explain to the person answering your phone and the person doing your sales, we are not in the business of selling one service anymore. If we're already at that house, we want to do everything. Mm -hmm. The goal is we never want Mrs. Jones to be bothered with us having to come back out again later because Mm -hmm. she needs these things and we need to share with her that we do them. Because I think a lot of us start with one service. We like in, in my head, I have a window cleaning company. Mm -hmm. But I, in my head, I should have a window cleaning, gutter cleaning, solar panel cleaning company that takes care of the entire maintenance of a customer's home. And I want to do it twice a year. And I want to do it at each one visit. I don't want to go out there six times a year doing one little service at a time. I want to do it while I'm there. So yep. sharing that with my team, sharing that with my clients, and and what I'm doing is I'm raising my average ticket. So with Responsivid, if we were giving this talk and we had slides, I'd show you how when I started with Responsivid, my average ticket was $211, mm-hmm. but now my average ticket trends well over $1,000, So right? Megan, let's do this. And we do, we have to be, here's one reason we got to be brief is my SD card only has an hour of recording left on it. So, so we're going to have Perfect. to be relatively brief, but um, let's just give the tidbit, you know, so we need to do that. How do we do it? Can you give like the 90 second elevator pitch? Like, okay, you're, you got a window cleaning company as an example, your average ticket price is 230 bucks because you're selling windows and that's all you're selling. How do they get from that, that higher average ticket price from a tactical standpoint? Can you elevator pitch that? Uh, raise your prices because no, you should not be doing anything for $200 <laughs> mm-hmm. and then include in the $200, all the stuff they need. So when we did bundles at ResponseCon last year, we built like these ultimate bundles. So if you have a pressure washing company, an ultimate bundle is going to be roof, siding, 
gutter whitening. It's going to be sidewalks. It's going to be driveways. It's going to be Zevo. It's going to be patio furniture. It's going to be like everything that they could possibly have cleaned that they would want cleaned. And then we're going to like add something else in. And that's going to be the ultimate bundle. And mm-hmm. Kurt Kempton tells all about, you know, how you, uh, what do we, we call it? Price anchoring, how you're going to price anchor it. And you have different variations of it. And that's, that's how you increase the average ticket. Now, Mrs. Jones only called to have a roof washed. So we're not even going to offer her a roof washing. And this is a Brandon Vaughn tactic, actually. Mm-hmm. Brandon Vaughn started a long time ago and he said, we're going to bid everything every time. Yep. And at the very bottom, if they want the a la carte number, it's going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. The very, very bottom. But it's not even going to be one of the packages presented to them. So for us, we started doing that and that uh, we think with responsive, most people triple their average ticket with bundles. That's what we're seeing. Yep. Triple so average tickets. For anyone that's listening, if you uh, want a little more deep dive into that, I've actually got a video on my YouTube channel. It's one, of, it's one I did probably three plus years ago, but it's called uh, How to Build uh, Sales Packages in Your Service Business, I think. Go to my channel, look up sales packages, and uh, you can get a little deeper dive. So that's good stuff. So uh, next. <laughs> Step two. Ready? Yeah. Yep. You're going you're gonna to get mad again. He's going to get like, come on, this is dumb. It's to more people, which is dumb, right? Like, obviously. What? Duh. It's what? <laughs> Two more people. Oh, so two more people. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got that. Well, right? that's cool. As long as you don't sell just leave me hanging there. Two <laughs> more people. Like, well, I like to tell people when I give a presentation, like, I'm going to give this away. And then if you want to leave, you're good. And so when I show the slides, this is what we're talking about. You're going to sell more things to more people more efficiently. And they're like, this is the stupidest presentation. <laughs> so when I say to more people, what I mean is, I don't want to change bid volume because I promised you we're going to double our prices without raising our expenses. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to touch bid volume. Double our profit I, without raising our, wait, yo, you double our prices without, what you just say? Sorry, I want to make sure I'm I said the wrong word. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm not, I'm not going to increase our expenses. That's what gotcha. I promised you. In order to yeah. double your profits, we're going to raise our top line revenue, but we're not going to increase our expenses. Okay. Sorry, so, if you see me talking yeah. with my mic muted, I've got a couple of crazy dogs I'm in the house I'm screaming at. So. <laughs> oh, hi, dogs. Sorry. Yeah, hi, dogs. shut up, dogs. Shut That's up. okay. So to more people, what that means is our bid volume is, is going to stay how it is. Our bid volume is going to stay how it is. And we want to work on our lead slippage. So that's kind of a crazy word. And then we want to work on our conversion rate. Hmm. So what I love about Responsibid is they have smart follow-ups. And they have lots of ways to follow up with customers. And naturally, when we follow up with customers, our conversion rate goes up. Also, when we train our salespeople better, when we train our admins better, our lead slippage goes down. And so I I show this slide, if you guys could see me visually, and I say, okay, so let's say you have 1,000 bids and you're going to lose 20% of, sorry, I said the wrong word. I meant leads. 1,000 leads Mm -hmm. and you're going to lose 20% of them because you didn't answer your phone fast enough or like Bobby, you were eating lunch and you didn't, you know, return the call or whatever. You're going to lose 20% of those opportunities because you don't get back to the customer quick enough or because they are not in your service area or because they, you know, they, you didn't, mostly it's because you didn't get back to them fast mm-hmm. enough or be, that's usually why, right? Yep. So you're going to lose 20% of them typically. Now, if you train your admin and you give them a really cool tool like responsive 
I think usually your lead slippage, it can actually go back up to like 90, 90% is how many leads you can capture. You're only going to lose about 10% of them. So just by setting up a system, we can improve lead slippage. The next thing we want to improve is conversion rate. So conversion rate is, is some people are like, I don't know what that means. Well, it basically means of the number of people you actually give a bid to, how many of those bids turns into a paying project? How many mm -hmm. of those bids pays it turns into an invoice? That's your conversion rate. And I like that Responsive does this math for us. So Bobby and I, we don't have to do this math. Responsive yeah, we don't got to do it. We just report. The thing. It's all right there. Yeah. Tells me what to do. But Responsive builds out ways that we can follow up with our customers to increase our conversion rate. So even though we've got a higher ticket, even though we're, we're selling them more things, now we're going to actually actually sell to more people. Same number of bids, but yeah. we're going to sell to more people because lead slippage goes down, conversion mm -hmm. rate goes up, and and I show a slide about how that adds a lot of money to your business. Well, uh, and Megan, if you want, you can share those slides with me and then I'll edit them in on the, uh, the video version that goes up on YouTube. So those people can see this stuff. So if you want to do that, we can do yeah. that. Um, here's something that's really interesting. Uh, I'm sure you're, you know, you absolutely know this, but uh, the, the first step of, you know, uh, raising that average ticket price or selling more things actually impacts that the next step of selling them to more people and here's why doing the bundles doesn't just get you um a higher average ticket price it actually gets you a higher close rate as well and it sounds counterproductive that you say wait um people are going to pay more and they're more likely to say yes but here's the why we we, we oftentimes forget that we're actually serving people and serving is like, it's a good thing. People pay for servants, right? You know, like they want that, that experience. So they, they want to buy from you. They want your solution to their problem. So when you have additional solutions, it makes it more likely that they're going to choose you versus the other guy. And not only the fact that you have more solutions for them, but when you present them in an ABC manner, package A, you know, a good, better, best, or a, or a crappy and okay, or if you're really a good person, you'd pick this one, right? However you want to phrase that, whenever you give them those options, um, you know, you're not giving them an ultimatum now. You're not saying, hey, buy my thing or don't. You're not, because when you give them the ultimatum, what do they say? Okay, well, I need to think about it. Oh, well, what do you need to think about? Well, I'm getting some other quotes and I'll compare them and blah, blah, blah. Because you gave them an ultimatum. But when you give them those options that raise your average ticket price, because people are, trust us, if you're not doing this and you start doing it, you'll see probably eight out of 10 times, if not nine, but eight out of 10 times, the people that call for the one item end up getting one of those bundles. Well, also what you're going to see is people that wouldn't have picked you because they needed to shop somewhere else. Now they get to shop you against yourself you got these three three stepped packages so they can see oh well here's the one thing i wanted and then here's a package with the things and another package and another package and now they feel in control because you didn't give them an ultimatum you gave them choices and an education that allows them to say oh yeah this is where i want to go so it raises that ticket price and that does do a part of the work on raising that conversion rate too yeah I, I see it's so it's so 
simple, but we were afraid to do it. Like when I give a talk and I say, you need to triple your prices, you know, most people like turn green and then they get all balmy and it's like, it's a, it's a crazy thing. So I'm not saying triple your prices. What I'm saying is sell more things and sell it to more people and don't stress about, I've been hearing so much about call volume and bid volume because I'm feeling it too here in California. Yep. Our phones have slowed down a bit, Same here. but now I'm like, okay, so let's squeeze the cottage cheese. What can we get out of the the phone calls we're getting now, what more can we get out of those phone calls? How can we better serve our clients? Because they need this. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know we offered it. They want this. They just didn't know we were the guy to do it, right? So we're presenting it in a beautiful way. We're educating them. I love on the packages, budget-friendly, luxury. You can get really mm -hmm. creative with the marketing tech. I'm going to count yeah. this. I'll stay in my lane. But there's like the home, you know, keep the homeowner association happy package. And there's that mother lawn is coming package. You know, you can get really creative do, about do the, how you do wanna... the lower class, the middle class and the upper class package. So that way all the middle class people will be offended and buy the upper one to prove that they ain't no bitch. They... <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically, there's I a mean, science to it. Yeah. Creative. There is a science to it. Kurt Kempton knows it much better than I do. And so does Bobby yeah. Walker, but, but it, it's fun. It's fun to see what other people do. So you want to sell to more people because they want it, they need it, and they're already calling you. So how do we capture more of that? And um, this is a small plug for admin bootcamp because uh, we believe that your admin is the one that's going to help you with mm -hmm. that. And I know Bobby was a huge fan of it. And oh, yeah. Jay was, you know, she's a rock star alumni who, mm -hmm. you know, she's kind of become the poster child of admin bootcamp. I but think she's going to take over my podcast. Everyone's liking Jahira, who's my general manager now. Uh, they like, I'm concerned that she's like, not only going to take over my company, but take over the J&E and leave me out with no jobs. But that that's a whole other, that's a therapy session, not a podcast. So. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get mm. there. We'll come back to that. Uh, but the, this idea that your admin is going to tee these things up for you. Your yeah. admin is the person, they're, they're not, the answer is not to just answer the phone. Their job is to fill your calendar and to tee up sales. And so I believe strongly that these things, as long as you as the owner can get on board with these principles and we can set up software and systems to support these principles, then you just need to train your admins to help execute these principles. And, and you get to collect fat paychecks like Jeff likes this, right? Yeah. You get to collect, you know, money in the bank, more money in the bank, and you have happier customers because I believe if, if we're going to go to customers' homes more often and do more things, they're going to be stickier. They're going to love us more because we're there longer and they got to know us, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, I love that. Okay, so ready for step three? Yeah. Okay, so step three, it, I go back and forth. There's there's two different ways you can go this way, but I'm going to stay in the responsive lane. Okay. Now, let me stay commercial. in the lane, but I just want to say this for the listeners. You guys can do this stuff without responsibility. Megan's an actual, she's not just trying to help me, you know, pitch the product. She's done this in her business through responsibility. You can do it on your own. Responsibility is just a great automation platform that makes this stuff far easier and, and better and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. you can do it without RB. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, don't do it on your own. Cause it's I would agree so with that. You're going to do it badly and you're not going to do it regularly. Like we were the guy who would leave mm. an estimate and be like, okay, call the office if you want it. Thanks. Bye. And we'd yep. run away mm -hmm. and we'd never follow up with them. And that did not, the client would lose the piece of paper, you know, and we weren't doing them a service. And I agree. I don't want to be like a, a pushy person, but I'm like, this is the best that you could ever make in your business. And they have a 10 to one yep. ROI. And I 
I don't get paid to say nice things about yeah. Wisconsin. So uh, and, and I don't mind being pushy. Me. I just want to be fair that you can do it on your own. But the truth is, if you want to do that shit right, you, you need a platform. And the best one for it is responsibility. But all right, keep yeah. going. And people, they make fun of me because I'm, Jeff's an absentee owner. I'm a practically absentee owner of the window cleaning company. And so I believe in setting up systems and software. Yep. I set them up once, yep. they run, I don't touch them again. So um, the last one is more efficiently. So I love it when I'm giving a talk to home service, especially field service companies. And I ask, how much money do we make when we're in a truck? And some people will get clever and they'll be like, oh, zero dollars. And then some people are even smarter. They're like negative money. And I'm hmm. like, yeah, it's the answer is negative money is how much money we make when we're in a truck. Hmm. We're not making any money driving from job to job. Now, yep. some people say, oh, I include drive time. And I'm like, but do you? <laughs> I, you know, do I do you? Okay, maybe you're smarter than me, but for me, that was very hard to figure out. That math was very tricky. So, doing it more efficiently means optimizing our routes, because, and this this goes back to the admin also, actually. And one of the things I love about responsive. But have you guys ever had the thing where you know one of your longtime clients call and they're like, "My daughter's getting married on Saturday, and I just now looks dirty, and mm. I I need it cleaned right away." And oh, what yeah. do we do as good customer service people? We well, get them on right away. We try. Yeah. And sometimes we don't. <laughs> sometimes we don't. Well, and so what what happens if we get them on right away and we just sent our technicians who we're paying big money to all across the county? Like, mm. what if we just took them like on a 150 mile day because we were trying to fit her in for this graduation? Yeah. And what if we didn't charge for that? Like, what if we didn't charge for that extra, you know, sneaking them in? Responsive makes it so easy, so easy to optimize our routes, so easy to be like, uh, it literally puts a face, a smiley face, a straight face or a frowny face, mm -hmm. or it doesn't give a face so that we can't, we can't squeeze in those people. Now you're looking at me like, I'm always going to squeeze in that person. I'm like, that's fine, but you need to charge them a premium yeah. and responsive shows you how it does mm -hmm. the math for you because your poor admin, she's just trying to get to the next call. Like she's just trying to get to the next task. And when we route efficiently, my first year that I started routing efficiently, I saved 7% in mm. fuel costs and in labor costs, 7% savings by routing efficiently. And I thought we were doing a good job. Like we have a very small service area. We're lucky we're in California. So we only have to go like 25 miles, right? We don't go more than 25 miles ever. And uh, so we thought that we had it like pretty easy and it went pretty well. Well, I saved 7% my first year when I started doing it more. Uh, you said you saved 7% on your total P&L? Just, yeah. Okay. That's a lot of money. I mean, do the math, guys. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of freaking money. <laughs> That's huge. All right. So we're, we're raising prices, or more specifically, we're not raising prices necessarily. Uh, probably needs to be the case, but we're getting higher average ticket prices at the very least. We're selling um, to more people because we've served them better. They're going to choose our products and, and uh, you know, they're going to choose the bundles instead of choosing nothing. Also, we're going to, there's all kinds of things where we can sell to more people. We're increasing our efficiency. You're primarily talking about right now, you know, drive time. You know, it's like, just get these routes, you know, right where they need to be, which truth be told, that's been something that we used to be horrible at in my business. We're now 
all right at it and we're driving towards, you know, being the best, you know, we haven't been disciplined kind of for those reasons you're talking about, you know, it's like, ah, I would squeeze this in, I will do that. I'll, you know, whatever. And there you are. So those, that's an area that we're definitely trying to uh, overcome within our company. Where do we go next, Megan? That, that's it. Okay. That was the secret sauce. I love that's it. That's how you double our profits. You sell more things by, you know, add one, add one ticket item to every ticket. And if you add one ticket item, you're usually going to increase your average ticket by at least 20%, right? Mm-hmm. Add at least one thing. Never just bid the thing they called for. Always add something else. Ideally, use response bid so you can build these pretty bundles. So sell more things to more people. Follow up with them. They, they called you because they wanted your service. Don't be afraid to follow up with them. Follow up with them nine times. Uh, Liam O'Day is saying for 90 days, you should be following up on open bids. That's crazy to me, but I'm going to do it because I, yep. I, I believe him. He's better you at listen, this. You so listen to more to people, people that know. Yep. And then, do, and then do the actual work more efficiently. All right. Love it. So it. Megan, how the heck do you learn? Like, how did you know this shit? Like, I mean, I know you're a bookkeeper, so I'm kind of giving you probably like an easy answer, but like, I'm not, I hate, um, I hate the numbers things, but how did you get to this? Did you, was this just an accident? Was this uh, education that you executed on finally? Was it, you didn't know how to execute Did you find that magic bullet of responsibility that helped you? Like, how the hell did you get to this point? Well, first of all, I'm in the trenches with you. Mm. I own a home service company that feeds my family. Like my home service company is my baby. Like, I love my window cleaning company because, well, I say now it's like an ATM machine, right? Mm -hmm. I love it. So, but it wasn't always an ATM machine, right? We had to hustle and grind to be able to quit my CPA job, which I needed to quit. Mm -hmm. And so we had to build in those significant numbers into the business so that I could leave my day job. And we did that. Then I, my day job is I talk to business owners all day. So I talk to between 2000 and 10,000 business owners one-on-one about money every single year. There are some common denominators. I know most people listening are like, but it's my baby. I'm special. My market. You don't know my blah, nah, blah, whatever. Your baby sucks 10, just like everyone else's does. <laughs> and your baby was ugly when it was born like everyone else's. Yeah, your baby ain't special. It's just special to you. And I'm obsessed with business. Like I remember when Bobby and I talked about me joining his mastermind group and I was like, but Bobby, how do I come? Like, am I coming as... Jeff likes some windows. Am I coming as likes accounting? Is it coming? And he's like, no. And Bobby, I'll never forget this. You were like, I think it was a box. And he was like, you're coming as Megan likes. Hmm. You're coming as you are just as you. Yep. And I loved that because I have a lot of businesses and I talk to a lot of businesses, but here's the thing. Business is business. We yeah. all sell something and we spend some money and we hope that there's some left. And <clears> so what I've done is I've tried to reduce down to like these three steps and that can apply to any industry. I just gave you specific examples for my industry, for, yep. for Bobby's industry, right? And so that, that, that's how it works. When I work one-on-one with people, I try to help figure, like, what do they have in common with the next guy? Mm. What are the similarities? And that's how I figure this stuff out. So, Good stuff. and I have a weird brain. I have a really weird, like, I think about things differently than most people. I got a weird brain. <laughs> so uh, one thing I like about you, uh, you, you actually do a lot of things really well that I want to do. You know, like, you know, I've, I've got a course that I used to sell and uh, I don't sell. It's kind of in the vault right now. I've got a, got a couple thoughts on that thing. But, um, you know, I've got a course I used to sell and, and I want to do some more stuff like that. You know, not, not courses for the sake of a course or not 
I don't want to be a public speaker just for the sake of being a public speaker. And, and, you know, and I'm not, you know, I, I do things like that because um, they're fulfilling for me. Um, and that's the primary reason. And then, uh, you know, the reason the things are fulfilling for me, you know, I like attention and these things give me attention. I'm an extrovert. I like, I like the spotlight. They give me um, people to talk to. I'm an extrovert and it gives me a big circle of just fun, you know, fun people to interact with. Um, also, and this is just as big as the rest for me. I like helping people, you know, I, um, Megan, I'm sure you get a lot of this stuff, but you know, I've got more than just, you know, a few dozen messages that I can go and look back on where people are like, Bobby, this thing, and they'll say a thing. And it seems so like, really, you know, it seems so insignificant to me, like this thing changed my life, you know, Bobby. I was depressed and I was suicidal and I did this because of that thing, or I started my business because of that thing, you know, and, and those things are very fulfilling to me because you like to, to leave the world better than you found it. And I think that's one of the reasons you and I connect well. So, you know, I know you do have some stuff, but let's just say people are like, Megan, I love this. I want to be more profitable. I don't know my numbers, bookkeeping and crap is difficult for me. Um, you know, you can go the route of hiring someone to do that, um, or you can go the route of getting educated and doing it yourself. And I would argue that uh, both are valid routes. Um, I would say even if you're going to hire it out, you probably still need to know it, right? You know, so even if you're going to have someone else do it, you need to understand it because you can't inspect what you expect if you don't know what to expect. So all those things being said, I know you've got some uh, uh things, you know, in ways that you help people, you teach, you got your fight club for business thing and you do that stuff, but how can people, you know, like learn this stuff? Do you got some shit on this subject that they can go to and get some help with? Yeah. Thank, thanks for asking. And I'm going to back up just a step. So I started Likes Accounting Company because I, I had to, like I was working hundred hour weeks. I had serious health issues related to stress. I do not cope with stress well. You're lying to yourself if you say you do. Nobody does. Stress is <laughs> terrible. Uh, and I've had six brain surgeries to prove that it's terrible. It like actually hurts your head. Uh, and so I had to quit my job and I wanted to start this accounting firm and I wanted to help the Jeffs of the world. That's why I started Likes Accounting Company. Like, Which okay. Jeffs, the Jeffs are her husband for those that don't know. That's the, oh yeah. yeah. My husband is Jeff and Jeff barely graduated high school. He's not good at math. He's not good at computers and he's a freaking world champion window cleaner. So he's probably just like you, like he's an excellent technician, but not a natural business person. He is not an entrepreneur and he is not a natural leader. So he had to learn that stuff. Mm -hmm. He had to like figure out how to do that stuff. And I, as the loving wife helped him. Right. Yeah. And I, I taught him and I worked with him and I, and I helped build his confidence. A lot of his confidence, like Jeff, you can do this. Like a thousand percent can do this. And so I built a lot of my trainings around teaching somebody who doesn't think they can do it how to do it and then them going and killing it because mm. they did it right yeah. so that's how likes accounting was supposed to start like that and here's what happened i grew by hundreds of clients in the first four weeks because i was a dork and i started in january when everybody's looking for a new account <laughs> and uh then i grew to a team of 12 in the first year and i built a giant terrible job like mm. the worst job ever this is the this is like awful so I had to keep refining likes accounting because I kept building capacity and I was going to start having health problems again because like I quit my job to ease my stress and then I made something more stressful. Can anybody relate? 
Like oh, you thought yeah. you could do better and then you don't do it better. Like that it's, was me. I think I it's called like, an entrepreneurial seizure. I think <laughs> that all I of think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, so I started doing the teaching because I feel strongly about impact. Like I have a lot of confidence that I'm good at what I do. Like I, Tommy or Bobby said that I was humble and I'm like, ah, am well, I? Like, I, I said, you're a good combination humble. of humble and telling it how it is. You know, you're, you're both. Yeah, that's true. But I, I feel like I'm too confident sometimes. I need people like Bobby in my life to take me down just a little, <laughs> like, just, you know, remind me, remind me to keep my feet on the ground. And so I knew that I could help people, but my problem was like, I couldn't help enough because there's yeah. 32 million businesses out there and 75% of them fail in the first 15 years. And I am one person with one message and I wanted to hit more. So I started doing the courses because that was my way to do one to many. And I started doing the public speaking because then I could hit even like, you know, an audience of a thousand an hour. That's impact, right? Right. Mm. Fire more money and pay your staff more money and give back more money to your community. Then I feel like that might be an impact of 30,000, right? From one hour of my time. Yeah. Now I am making a real difference. Now I am like, okay, this is efficient, right? This mm -hmm. is, this is worth me getting up every day. And this is worth me like sharing this message. So that's how the courses started. Um, I used to teach about bookkeeping. I still teach about bookkeeping. I feel strongly that if you are doing under a million a year, you should be doing your own bookkeeping and I can teach you how to do it in less than an hour a month without any accounting experience necessary, leveraging software and technology and mm -hmm. hacks. I believe in that. But what I've realized is like, that's not my passion. Teaching yeah. somebody how to do bookkeeping or doing bookkeeping for somebody is not actually going to set them up for not failing because what's going to set them up for not failing is interpreting that data to yeah. make better decisions about business. We need to double profitability and bookkeeping by itself is not going to double profitability. Interpreting good. Hey, Megan, cut, you, you said doubling it doesn't uh, uh, create the profitability and then you cut out. Uh, so what do you say after I that? I hate this. Oh, you're good. You're good, though. I, that's so sad. <laughs> um, so what did I say after that? I said uh, good bookkeeping is not going to double profitability. Interpreting that data is going to double your property. There you go. That's what I thought you and, were saying, and, but I didn't get catch the whole thing. So no, essentially what you're saying is, you need the info, but the info, you know, it, here's, here's the thing, guys, uh, knowledge is not power anymore. You know, uh, uh, wise execution of said knowledge is the power. And that's essentially what you're getting at is, yeah, you got to have the PNL. Yeah, you got to have the numbers or whatever to look at, but you need to know how to speak that language, how to interpret it, and then communicate over here and communicating over here might be making the change or delegating to the person or whatever to make the change. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. And I feel like my, my like gift to this community can be showing you where to look yeah. and what to look at. Right. Mm -hmm. And how you can look at those things in your specific business to make changes for your specific family. I feel like that's going to be my new passion. And so I worked with a, a mutual friend of ours. Megan, we had a short uh, uh, technical issue there, so we got it back on here. Take it back away. Okay. Thank you for being so creative. I, uh, I'm feeling like an amateur with my internet here. So let's see. So we were talking about how 
I wanted to leverage my impact, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to take the things that I've learned and the pain that I've gone through with my husband, Jeff, and our window cleaning company, and I wanted to help more people. And so I met up with a mutual friend of ours, Ryan Lee, and Ryan Lee said, Megan, let's look at everything you've ever taught because you're a good teacher. And I was like, Mm -hmm. ooh, say more, tell me more, tell give me more compliments, right? And he says, no, let's look at all of your classes and I want you to think about what were the heaviest hitters, which were the ones that people come back to years later and say they remember. Like, Bobby, it felt good because you remembered my double the profits class. Yeah. Like, I haven't taught that class live for two years, but you remembered it. Mm-hmm. And that feels good because my parents are both public school teachers. And I say when I'm on the stage, like, it's not about me. It's about the audience. It's yep. not about what I'm saying. It's about what they hear. And so Ryan said, let's find the things that have the biggest impact about what they heard. And so we chose my top six classes that I've ever taught. And he said, okay, now I want you to put them in the right order. Like, how do you give Mm. the most thanks for the buck? Like, which one do you start with? Where do you start? And so we put them in the right order. And he's like, okay, now you've got a six week course. Go, go sell it. And I was like, what? I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. And we're going to call it six weeks to financial freedom because if they did these six things, if they did these six lessons, they actually, like Bobby said, if they actually execute on it, if they actually implement it, you're going to completely change their lives. It's going to be so much more than doubling their profitability. You're going to give them time freedom. You're going to give them better family lives. You're going to help them fall back in love with their business. Like mm-hmm. if they do these six lessons, it's your life's work. And I was like, what? And so, and then because he's a smart businessman, he said, and you need to hold them accountable because it's not just a one and done. So you need to do it in your accountability group, which he made me rename because he didn't like it. The old name of my accountability group was a profitable business accountability group. That was the name. <laughs> he was like, that sucks. So now it's called Profits to Freedom. And if Good. you're interested in learning this, you can go to ProfitsToFreedom.com. And it will tell you all about this warm and fuzzy group of entrepreneurs just like you going through the same thing you're going through. And it's going to talk about this six weeks of financial freedom program that we're starting. And I'm really excited about it because I would love, I would love to have data on the tens of thousands of people's lives I've touched. I would love to see them as more profitable. I would love to see their families, like wives give me a hug, like you changed our lives. You know, our kid got to go to college. Like that's the messages I get when I work one-on-one and Mm -hmm. we can do this group setting. So we're going to do this. Okay, good. I I wasn't wrong. So you now your audio is not quite as good because we had to switch over the phone. I want to make sure I heard it right. Did you say profits to freedom.com? That's is that right. where they go? Yep. Okay. Yep. And it's a six week. You said so is it like just a six week thing? So like once a week they're gonna log on and like watch a video or something? Like or yep. how's it work? And we're doing it we're doing it live starting September twentieth. So, oh, so every Tuesday. They're not just logging on and watching a video. It's a uh it's live, a live class. Thing. Okay. All right. A live class because I found my evergreen classes, which is like course speak for the classes that you watch as a recording, nobody watches because we're busy entrepreneurs and we love to buy stuff. We like to spend money. We like the feel goods of buying the thing and then we don't actually execute on it. So I'm doing it live because I'm going to miss you if you're not there. I literally have on my board all the people who have registered. So I'm going to know all their names and I'm going to take like little attendance and roles. We're going to create a cohort of like-minded business owners. And we're going to do this together. And I'm going to give you all my energy. I'm going to give you all my love. I'm going to give you everything I know. And I'm so excited for the transformations we're going to see in six weeks. So when's, um, did you say this thing start, is starting next week? Is that? It's starting starting September 20th. It's starting soon. Okay. I'm going to have, I've got a lot of podcasts recorded, but I am going to, um, 
I'm going to, uh, we're recording on the 14th right now. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to get this one out either today or tomorrow. So that way it can get out and people can hear about this stinking thing. So uh, they can go to Province to Freedom. Um, it's starting, well, when you, if you're hearing this podcast, the day it comes out, it's starting in about a week, you know, give or take, I guess. Uh, that The 20th. I, is that a Tuesday or Wednesday? I got a cool Okay, cool. I, I'm starting. An, I'm going to an event next week uh, myself. I'm excited about, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, so, so you do. So uh, I figured you did. You've got a thing, profits for freedom. You're going to walk people through, um, you know, all of this stuff. I'm sure it has a whole lot more to do than the three steps plus a bonus one that we got today. But you're going to be walking through this stuff. Uh, will it be interactive too? Like you're doing the live thing? Are they going to be able to ask questions and stuff like that? It's a live thing. Like you get the real me. Okay. And, and it's awesome. And then we go into my, the actual Profits to Freedom group is a mastermind group uh, that we talk about money. We just talk about how do we get more profitability. And we have monthly Q&As with me. We've got expert master classes. There's actually access to all 50 classes that I've ever taught on money and business. It's all in there. Hmm. And it's dirt cheap. It's uh, $2.97 a month. You get this whole thing for $2.97 a month. And Bobby's going to give you a $50 discount I every am. month of every month yeah <laughs> is this the the is this the payback for the responsive thing that i did to kurt <laughs> yeah basically uh, how am i Bobby? i'm not paying 50 bucks uh i mean, we, we got a jd discount i'm i'm sure is where we're going with that so uh <laughs> yeah exactly but i feel like i had to i had to tell him bobby you're only allowed to give 50 dollars off a month otherwise he would give it away for free to everybody so i had to like protect myself so okay, he wouldn't do so <laughs> the discount code is bobby five zero Bobby 50 gets you 50 bucks off this membership fee for the life of your membership. I hope the customer I was, uh, it's a six week class. So I hope you stick around at least two months. That's the goal. You give me three months. We'll make sure that you stay on track. Like, uh, but you can cancel anytime. You can, you can consume all 50 classes on week one if you want to. I don't think you should because you can't execute yeah. on all of them. I think you should listen to me and do it one week at a time. Do your homework, show up to class, be a good student. And then thank me later. Thank me later. And mm. your family's going to thank me later. And your employees are going to thank me later because you need to do this. That's good stuff. And you know what? I don't think there's a, a hard sell that needs to be done here. The, the bottom line is this. <laughs> um, the people that are going to do it, uh, anyone that listen here, they've already decided. Like, I, there's a great value ladder you got in there. You've got all the other courses and stuff, and that's phenomenal. But uh and I'm sorry, Megan, I'm almost unselling for you, but it ain't about that stuff right now. It's about doubling the damn profits. You know, all the other stuff, that's great. That's a good bonus and all that, but I love this. I'm super excited about this, Megan. So, um, can I, can I tell you one crazy thing? Yeah, please. Double your profits is only the first week. Okay. So, yeah. So then there's five more weeks of awesomeness that follow that. And I, this is doable, guys. You can listen to one hour class. You can go home and execute in one to four hours, and you will see results in your next PL. In less than 30 days, you can turn around your business. This is not a five years from now dream. This is not a one year from now dream. This is a let's fix this right now so that next month you start seeing money in your bank account. And I love that. Like, I love that this is not. This is not rocket science, and it's not going to be hard to execute. I have made this bite-sized, go do this, and mm. things will be better. So, Megan, let me tell you something. Uh, I love this. Uh, 
I don't know if I can commit to it because Tuesday nights is our date night. And we've kind of brought that back because we got away from it and we're trying to be very, very, treat it very sacred. Um, so I may Tuesday not be able to be a part of that. So it's at three o'clock your time on Tuesday. Oh, it's in the afternoon. Okay. never mind. Freaking mind. I mean, but you, maybe you have day dates. I know you're more so like yeah, day dates. Yeah, well, we, we do some of that stuff. You but with the, uh, let me tell you where else my head's at, though. Is this something that would be, would this be good for me if I got uh, Jahira, uh, my gen, for those listening, my general manager, like if I said, hey, Jahira, I want you to be in this thing because I want you to turn, because she's running my day to day. I want her to well, turn that self- stuff around. Selfishly, I want Jay in there because she's really much nicer to me than you are. And she likes to follow me around and give me compliments. And I feel like you're the opposite. You're, you're like the big brother that just pokes at all my buttons when you follow me around. And then gives me big hugs. And then gives me big hugs. But yeah, I'd love to have Jay in there. I think she could. she's going to love it. She's going to nerd out. But with, and I mean, so- I'm not asking if it's going to be good for Jay. I'm asking, is it good for me to put Jay in there <laughs> is the question. Well, I don't know how well you listen to Jay. So if you're an owner and you've got a decision maker in your company, mm-hmm. I say put them in there. But when they come back to you and said, Megan says, mm-hmm. you got to do it. Okay. Like, and sometimes I, owners, I've got to convince them myself. So I say, I need you in that room because you need to hear it from me because you're not going to believe it when it comes from your employees words. But Bobby, I feel like you trust Jay with your life. So mm-hmm. I think you'd listen to her. Also, Jay, she's kind of strong. So I feel yeah. like Bobby listens to Jay. But if there's a listener listening to this and is like, do I do it or I just send somebody in my company to do it? I, I usually say I need to get buy-in from the owners first. I want you to do it because you need to hear it from me. Um, and if you want to send somebody from your company, send them to admin boot camp because like, that, that's what that's designed okay. for. Nice <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, you know what, guys? We'll sign off with that. But let me tell you something. Megan, She's a uh, shark in a goldfish costume. Uh, she she looks nice and sweet, but she is a killer. So uh, check her out. Uh, aside from finding you on Facebook, uh, is that the best way for people to get you, Megan? Facebook or what do you? Is there a better way? Facebook, Facebook's the best way. I'm I'm there all the time. It's ridiculous. I go live every day. Thank you, Ryan Lee. Uh, I actually respond to my messages. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. I spell my first name weird, so it's M E A G H A N. My last name is very easy to remember. It's literally like Megan Life. L I K E S. All right. I like it. Yes. Yep. Very likable. Guys, go check out profits to freedom.com. Go friend Megan on Facebook. She's just a fun person to know. Who knows? You might get a free skateboard. And if you don't, you might get some skateboarding tips. You never know. But uh, I just love, she ain't a poser. She's, she's not like, she's not just like, you know, pretending to have that California, uh, uh, culture she, she's doing it yeah i love it skateboarding well, beaches that's all, that's all jeff likes though he has upped my cool factor he has made me cool i was a boring accountant before i met him but i met <laughs> i married a punk rocker and he he makes our life fun we're teaching our dog how to skateboard right now that's that's the exciting thing in our house is oh, every day person for this dog and it's adorable megan get ready for a phone call from my wife after she listens to this episode because we have a french bulldog and she wants to teach her how to ride a skateboard so bad so you're probably going to get that phone call so we're uh, just going to come visit and i'll bring jeff and he if you ever need to know how to snowboard jeff doesn't do much guys so if you ever want to learn how to skateboard or snowboard just come to california we're excellent hosts and he'll hook you up (laughs) well listeners thank you for being on the show thank you for hanging out with my friend megan and uh remember if you're not doing the things that you want to do in life, there's, uh, there better be a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing them, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.